Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Give me the Star Wars. Don't let them end. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics podcast. Another Star Wars episode where me and my man Matt will be going through the finale of Crimson Rain. Crimson Rain number five, which pretty much just then sets up the third part of what now will be a trilogy in Hidden Empire. But before we get to that, and we explain a little bit of what I'm talking about, please go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. The WS stands for Weird Science. It really does. Go and follow us there. We will follow you back. 100% follow back policy. I think that that is something that everybody should do. That's just me, though, it seems. But also then go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. And then if you would, and if you care to, go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience, where you can get a ton of extra bonus Patreon-only podcasts that you can kind of fill in your days and nights by listening to podcasts by Weird Science. Wouldn't that be the greatest ever? I think so. But you can go and check that out. And if you do end up signing up, You won't be charged right away. You'll just get charged to the end of the month. And now at this point, we're getting close to the end of the month. So with that, give you a little wink, wink. If you do want to go check it out, I would probably wait until July 1st. Then check it out then. And you get a whole month free before you would actually be charged. If you don't want to get charged, you just quit then before August, the next month going. So with all of that, though, why don't we just get into this and the issue that ends that Crimson Rain deal, as I said. And in it, I ended up, me and Matt are talking about it, and it's kind of like that weird play because you don't hear much in the movies at all, of Return of the Jedi, of the Crimson Dawn, Kira, all that. So how is that going to play out? What is that going to mean as we get further and further along in this little interlude deal that the timeline set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi? So it's kind of a neat thing. Yes, we'll see in Hidden Empire when it comes, but this ends up ending Crimson Rain and pretty cool. I did like it. There's some things that were a little, you know, pushed or whatnot, but I did like it overall, which you'll hear right now. Again, every time I do this, I don't know why I start reviewing it during the intro when I know we're going to go off to hearing us explain and review it. So I'm going to stop right now. We'll take a breath, a deep breath. We'll go off to listen to me and Matt right now. And I'm here with Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we're finishing the Crimson Rain this week, Crimson Rain number five. Though we find out at the end, it's just the middle section of a trilogy out of, not out of nowhere, because I did hear they had something coming up, but I completely had forgotten about it. Me so too. when we get to the end, I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> we're, we're not done yet. Not uh, even close. Yeah, I actually like this issue uh, pretty much more than the others. I actually thought there were some things that were pretty cool. But if you are waiting for a finale that actually has a definitive ending, you're going to have to wait till later. This ends up being just that middle deal. And maybe they're playing with the idea of it being, you know, Empire Strikes Back-esque, the Mm -hmm. darkness before. But it's really funny because Kira, while, you know, the Emperor has figured out and have sent the whole empire after them now she still seems to be doing pretty well i don't fear for kira anyway except that we keep saying something must happen to her for at least for her to disappear during the return of the jedi so we'll see 
how that is played out. I think she goes into hiding so that you can just use her later is my, you know, my opinion of what you would do and what they usually do in comics like this. So with it, it is Star Wars Crimson Rain, number five, part five of the Scarlet Queen. And it's written by Charles Sewell. Art by Stephen Cummings, uh, inked by Victor Olazaba, and colored by Giro Effects, VCs Travis Lanham on letters. There is no crawl or anything in these. So we start off where the Emperor is, you know, pretty pissed. He tells Lord Vader, hey, I got to talk to you. Something's clear to me. And I, I think that it's one of those things that me and you do get mad a lot, where if the Emperor doesn't know about things, it always feels weird. And the same with Darth Vader and him saying now, like, oh, I kind of figured it out. We kind of got word. Maybe it's a little later than I thought he normally would. But maybe Uh he play that in. And we're getting to Return of the Jedi. He's a little off his game anyway. I mean, he's going to end up being thrown down that shaft soon. (laughs) He has all those things going on. And just the idea that at this point he is going to say, yeah, we should build a bigger Death Star. And he's off because that was like not the greatest of plans anyway. Yeah, exactly. You know, so he he's down on his game. He's just figured this out. But if you turn it around too, maybe it's one of those that you can play at this point. Crimson Dawn is doing so much that when they come to him and say, "Hey, we need a new plan," you know, and he's like, "Yeah, just build a bigger Death Star." He sends him away because he's busy. So you have all that going on, but he does mention all the things that have led to this point the insurrection of the hut council you end up having the war between the syndicates zara's hunter fleet being you know down the tarkin's will and the assassination of those royal guards Mm -hmm. right in front of his eyes all these things and not to mention the stealing of the key from you know vader's castle all these things going and he says this is a direct attack at us they're being very brazen about it we're going to figure this out and it's either he says it's a diversion, a distraction, they don't know what, but he says to Vader, we're going to find out, we're going to know who it is, because I'm going to bring in director Barsha, and he ends up calling this guy in. Me and you are confused of this, because I <laughs> looked up this Barsha, and really, this seems to be the first appearance, at least in comics, maybe somebody can clear some stuff up and maybe an expanded universe, but again, the expanded universe was not quite so expanded now once Disney took over, so... I don't know what the player, but they're not showing this guy's face. He's in the shadows. And they mention his name, though. And, like, that's weird. Like, the idea of, oh, I'm going to call in this guy. You don't get a name, and then all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's Luke Skywalker. Or, oh, my God. We thought maybe it would be Valance. But the weird play here is, how do you finagle any sort of thing into a guy who's the head of a security division? This is not a job you'd have for two days. He had to have risen through the ranks. So who is this? Why is he in the shadow? And <laughs> me and know. you were talking. And I mean, anything that we could come up with, it doesn't really work because of the idea that this has to be a longstanding guy, you would think. Well, and I said, what? what is it going to be, a clone of Anakin or something? Like, what is this, the, the idea? Because they never show him, though they name him. But he comes in and says, listen, uh, what you heard was right. The, the huts, and this is true, and that's the other thing. We know what happened with these things. Seems to be telling the truth. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't. He's come not in really and, lying. Yeah, he's not lying to send them some other way. Or oh my god, look, he's actually on the inside, whatnot. And so you end up. He says that the syndicates once Jabba and the huts ended up, you know, kind of messing up, and that was finagled in the War of the Bounty Hunters, and they ended up 
trying to attack, you know, the executor or the executor. I keep always saying it twice. You <laughs> end up where the the other syndicates are rising up to impress the emperor. We saw that. They said that. So that's true. And he's like, yeah, all this going on and whatnot. And so all this going down, they say it's the Crimson Dawn. I mean, this doesn't seem to be any sort of craziness. The Crimson Dawn set all this in action. And here is the Vermilion, their ship. It seems on the up and up. Why is this guy in the shadows? I don't. Do we really need the guy? Because doesn't Darth already know all this? He knows about Crimson Dawn. He's involved with. So he's lying to the Emperor. I think the Emperor knows that Darth knows. He might. I mean, if Darth Vader starts talking, then he's in big trouble because, yeah, he knows. It, too it's got to be one of those situations. He was where trying the- to play the idea of, you know, yeah, I'm going to get the Emperor, whatnot. So I don't yeah. know. And. But it is true, and they do have to go after Crimson Dawn. Crimson Dawn is all over the place, and they have people in the Empire, all that stuff. In the meantime, Darth, like you said, Darth knows all this info. It's after the fact that the Emperor seems to know, but maybe the Emperor does know, and he's kind of bringing this Varshian to say, Uh, listen, I know what you know now, you jerk. I think it's something like that. Knowing the Emperor, something like that. I mean, here's the play, though. It's just they know where Crimson Dawn is, and they're going to go attack. So I think that's that's the main thing. So. You have that. You go to the Vermilion, and there's Kira hanging out. Cadelia, you know, little girl. She's there in her outfit. Eric Shea outfit. Yeah, and, and you have it here. And again, this is like, okay, everybody, you go. She's hugging people. Oh, my God, Margo, everything's great. They're hugging. And then the archivist, she gives that screaming key and says, listen, you go off. You do what you got to do. You know what we're up to. You go and find the thing that I want, and you take the Knights of Ren. And she goes off, leaving Cadelia there with her. And I like when her and Cadelia are talking because of the idea that Cadelia is just watching all this while it's going down, like watching how Kira deals with people. So it's kind of cool because she is going to be the leader, if everything works out for her, of two syndicates. She is kind of learning how to do things through Kira, who seems very nice. I mean, hugging this Margot, always yep. polite. But- uh, but she then says to Cadelia that it's, that's not quite the case. She says, listen, I give them what they want or I take something from them. You have to have something on everybody. Then they'll be nice to you and you can be nice, whatever. But it is a business. It can't be personal. If you put your feelings in, you're in trouble. So that's like the, it's giving you a little more of, you know, Kira, but also showing that she's kind of trying to take Cadelia under her wing. Again, though, not because she likes her. I think that that's the whole play. It's like, yeah, I'm doing the same thing to you, little girl, because you're going to be the head of these syndicates. And yeah. I want you to be, you know, t- you know, with me. So I think that that's kind of the case there. And the, the Kedalia and the Kira stuff, eh, it's OK. I really do like the Emperor stuff, but I really do. When the Knights of Ren show up, I thought that was pretty cool. But. How old would you say Cadelia is in this? I don't. At one point, I thought she was younger than older. I think like she's like fourteen, fifteen. Right, okay, because th- then she would probably understand what's going on. But I'm, I'm gonna imagine if she's twelve years old, like yeah, like Remember lady. At what one are you point, talking about? It looked like she was like twenty three. The art <laughs> changed a lot, but yeah, I think that she's like you know fourteen or okay, so. I so think she she's learning, understands. Yeah, stuff. like okay, I get it. Uh, but yeah, then the Emperor and Darth are walking. They're doing their talks as they do. And the Emperor is concerned with all this stuff, this plot, the Crimson Dawn. And he says, and you said that you had a problem. He says, the Crimson Dawn has targeted the Sith. And you're like, I, 
But the thing is that the weird play of that, he can just say they targeted us because mm-hmm. they're just the Sith. Us. That's them, both there. Of them. And so that it is true. Kira has targeted. She wants to bring down Palpatine. She hates the Emperor, wants to bring him down. So, yeah, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe he's trying to say that to kind of rile up Darth Vader as well. Like, hey, the Sith, you know, we got to band together here, me and you, because it's an odd play of him saying just the Sith. But she is after the Sith, and she ended up sending the Archivist off to get a Sith relic that's going to be something. I I tried to look it up. I couldn't find anything on what it was. So that'll be what's going on and how she's setting this stuff up. But the big Uh play here is that, hey, uh, by the way, I heard that you fought this girl there vader and i love through this whole deal everything that the emperor points out is always a failure of Darth. <laughs> like <Yeah>. the idea <laughs> of hey there da, you, like you fought her right and i think that even then without saying it is the dig of you didn't kill her like w- what's your deal like this could have all been done because he says you met their leader did you not the woman and he says i did when she acquired captain solo and offered him the sale the highest bidder. Oh, yes, I recall one of your failures. <laughs> he's just so matter-of-fact <laughs> about it. I mean, and there, the, the funny thing is he's saying one of your failures, he didn't get Han, which which the Emperor kind of wanted to. He, he didn't kill Kira. All of this stuff going on, Darth Vader completely failed. Again, one of the reasons was because he was distracted with Luke. Because Remember, Luke's just flying around, uh-huh. going like he gets Darth to follow him. But he Darth starts talking, her name is Kira, And he starts talking about how, and I like the way that this is spelled out. She's not a challenge, but she was capable. You know, she was notable. Yeah, she put up a fight. Yeah, because she used the Terrace Kasai. That is the ancient Jedi fighting techniques. This is the thing. Whenever I see that, I end up thinking of the fighting game that came out way back when, and it was awful. It was (laughs) awful. It was the worst thing. So Terrace Kasai is supposed to be this big, like, Oh my God. It's, it's like, again, it's like jujitsu, but it's the Jedi deal in, in space. And every time I see it, I just groan because of that fighting game. It was so bad. Um, but says, Oh, you know, she used that. Oh, that's, that's crazy. Not many people know of that anymore. You know, I'll have to look into that. And then he ends up, that's not all. And then the Emperor's like, Okay, what else then? Yeah, she had this technique, and I only saw it like one time. This weird, te- it was yours, and that. That should be pretty big. It is a cool way where Charles Sewell has to realize at this point, you're you're getting to Darth Maul is what you need. You, you need to say she must have been trained by Darth Maul, which makes sense because Darth Maul was running the Crimson Dawn before Kira took over. But Darth Vader would not probably know Darth Maul's actual no, fighting technique. He'd only know the Emperor. So he says it was your technique. The Emperor then says, well, I didn't train her. I don't know what you're trying to say there, buddy. Does he really know the technique? Has Darth ever actually sparred yeah, with him? Yeah, I guess him they probably have him? sparred. I mean, we don't really see it in they the movies. They've never shown that. Sure. I, mean, right? I mean, he is, you know, the Sith and master and deals. He's so. just electrocuting people and sitting on the yeah, chair. I never I guess, see him again. You know, he probably fought him and sparred with him at points. And then you end up the Emperor like say, I'd have to, you know, think of this. Oh, it must be somebody I trained who trained her. That just means Darth Maul. It mm-hmm. has to be. That's the time frame. So. Well, they said it could have been Grievous, too, but I, yeah. I, it yeah, wasn't him. Yeah, he says him. that, and then he's like, that doesn't really. So, yeah, he's like, no, I think it's Maul. Not and Grievous. Um, uh, Dooku. Tyrannus, Dooku. he says. Dooku. But, yeah. yeah, he says, I think Tyrannus had a hand in this, but she wallows in mud, the criminal syndicate, so more likely the answer is Maul, because Tyrannus wouldn't have gotten involved with her. 
So you end up, okay, it's Darth Maul. And like, all right, well, he taught her Sith combat. This is the deal. He probably did it because he was pissed at us and he wanted revenge. That's where her revenge is. So that's the big deal. We got to take down the Crimson Dawn. This is nonsense. It's starting to be an annoyance, you know, really big for the Empire and, and Palpatine anyway. But now it's personal. I think when he said, you know, going against the Sith, that was just to show this is more personal than yeah. just somebody attacking the Empire. So then you go off to the Knights of Ren with the Archivist, and they end up going. They don't really say where it is, which is odd, especially in these books. They'll usually tell you a planet or something where they're at, but they really don't. And they go into this cavern, and you end up, it's pretty cool. It looks like, I thought it looked like like frozen big monsters, but they're mm-hmm. like rock, and they go in. And the Knights of Ren are kind of like, really? Like, this seems crazy. What's going on? And the big play is that you have to activate this first by using this key, but it has to be shrouded in dark Sith energy, the dark side of the Force. So Ren gets it and uses it. He levitates it. He uses the dark side to end up activating that. And then all hell breaks loose. I mean, this ends up where he's like, all right, here you go. I like when he goes... Yeah, I guess I got to do this because he, Ren ends up playing off like a lot like a, uh, no, no, he's like loosey goosey. He's not very proper. The rest of them are a team. They're, they're not like what you would yeah, think. Yeah, he goes with the flow. Yeah, and he's kind of like, yeah, whatever, huh? This figure. Until I gotta people do start stuff. dying. Yeah, <laughs> then he's pissed, but he's like, all right, they're done. He's like, they're done. Wrapped it up in the shadow all nice and tight. Something's supposed to happen. And then all of a sudden, boom, there's this big crying and these, you know what look like in rock or they end up coming to life and attacking so they're these are supposed to be like sith guardians the deal that they are guarding very scary artifact and they go and there's going to be a big fight and again we like the knights of ren here and all that stuff going down if the little guy got killed i would have been so (laughs) upset he doesn't but somebody does and they get pretty pissed off at the archivist for it and it really leads to in my mind you have to get the knights of ren in this away from the Crimson Dawn, by the end of this, you have them say, yeah, screw you and Kira. Tell them we're, we're done dying for her. We're off. So we'll see what goes on with that. But again, you go back to Kira and Cadelia, where she's given her life story. We know this. I guess this is okay. It's weird to have recap this much in the finale of a miniseries, but mm-hmm. it works out. She's telling Cadelia pretty much, hey, you you had it easy. You think that you had a bad look at me. I mean, I don't know if you know Lady Proxima, but she is ugly as all <laughs> hell. And she was mean to me. And I had to fight my way through. I had to stab and backstab and do really bad things to get where I am. But I did it because I had to. And there's where we are now. And that's where Cadelia shows. She knows, like, well, you seem to be nice to that Margo. No, no, no. You know, Margo tried to kill me three times. I let her go. And by the end, she finally realized that she should just join with me. But, you know, we're not friends, but I gave her something that she needed that was value. And so she says everybody has a price. It's not just money. It's not just – so you have to figure it out, and that's how you work this. You end so, up yeah, using some of the, people. Yeah, the stuff she was saying was pretty good, I thought. Yeah, yeah, I, th- I thought it was really good. Yeah, and so – Justifies her actions and all that. I think the problem with Kira in this is they have a problem. You either are going to end up making her look too nice – or too bad, evil, and she's kind of in between. You know, she's yep. done some bad stuff. It's not like this is like, oh my God, I mean, yeah, she was Han Solo's love of his life, 
back in the day. But since then, she's been involved in a lot of sus stuff. So with that, you end up having her emergency alert go off. Why does this scare Cad- Cadelia almost craps her pants. I mean, she jumps up. <laughs> what was that? She's like, oh, I'm upset. I'm like, that was a weird reaction. It's like a but- phone ringing and somebody freaking out. Oh, my God. She's all upset. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was just the idea. Oh, well, this is just an alert. I'm going to have to go and talk to some people because it looks like Palpatine's on to us and he has alerted the entire empire to hunt us down. So, yeah, I, I think I got to go. You just stay here. But she does go off and talk to everybody in the Crimson Dawn. The, basically, you know, we're going to have to fight back. We're going to be on the run here. This is going to be the trouble. And I like that. It's like, Cadelia says, what? Uh, the Empire, what are you going to do? Whatever I have to. And yeah, that's it. As she, as Cadelia's being led away because she's got to go off and tell everybody, her main people, that we're in big trouble. And I did like, when you see a cross, like you see all the different you know, versions of some uh, stormtroopers and stuff. So you yeah, see they throughout all got the, the galaxy. Alert. Yeah, they're all getting the alert. I mean, that's the, the ones you can only think. I mean, that's Endor in that last one with the speeder bikes. They're probably down there. They're already making, you know, probably the big Death Star because of how much that takes to get going. They're which is odd. Like, I really think, yeah, I'm telling you, if you look, there's probably like an Ewok <laughs> shaking his fist. Like, I'll get you. It's wicked. Like, I'm going to get you. Stormtrooper, you just wait. But yeah, I like I like the play there where you see that just a well, little panel, but it, it makes it bigger. It makes you all oh, right. Yeah, it's the same big... play that they always do with the bounty hunters uh, where they where they all get to call the bounty at the same time. But this is much, much bigger. Yeah. And again, that was cool, actually, more in the Mandalorian or the like in mm-hmm. the book that kind of feels. But this looks good. It looks cool when you're doing that to just show the scope. Oh, my God. All of them are getting that alert like everybody is. So they are in trouble the crimson dawn but again kira knows and says and even the empress they have so many people i mean there's a good chance that in this little panel one of these guys is crimson dawn you might find out you know what i mean like mm-hmm. they're infiltrated I would so say many yeah. like yeah. the one guy's probably like ah don't worry about that that's probably a mystery they're like i'll get him boys he's crimson <laughs> dawn uh but you go back to the knights of ran and they end up they're running from these monsters as they're trying to get to the center where there is like you know what they have to get into this big you know building that they're trying to get into to do what they have to do the archivist doesn't even know really what they have to do when they get in there but they're running and you do end up having r.i.p <laughs> you have basra the twi'lek member of the <laughs> she's dead now just gets smashed and ends up it looks like force pushing the archivist so that she doesn't get killed yep. and the archivist is there with like the tablet and things of what she has to go and do and yeah it looks like she might force push her away so he saves, saves her, her at the last second and that's yep. where you know the knights of ren are like yeah she died and we're pretty pissed that's on you i mean when we're done we're done yeah that kira can go suck it because we're sick of dying for her and luckily, the little guy's still there. That's all we care about. <laughs> but yeah, the, the archivist goes into this little complex. It's not a complex. It's a eye on a, the monster. It, this is the whole Sith deal. So she <laughs> slips in there. And then in there, there's a Sith kind of mechanism deal where she ends up putting it's the screen at the end. Yeah, I mean, it seems more like, you know. Yeah, no, I know. Mechanical there, but yeah. it's all Sith stuff. I don't, I don't <laughs> even know if these things that are attacking are quite alive or if they're just golems that come to life because of the dark force. But you end up where she puts this key in 
and turns and it stops all the monsters, but then activates this deal to open and you end up getting this hourglass. Uh, there's the hourglass there and she calls Kira and says, we got it. I got it, but we have to see what that is. I guess it stops time or something. Usually with hourglasses like that, it, it would have to do something with time, but we'll have to see mm-hmm. what it is. And she's like, okay, that's cool. Thanks a lot. You know, and even then, like you see that she's got, you know, things to do. She doesn't even let the archivist say, await the dawn through her earpiece before she breaks it because she's like, okay, we did that. Let's get rid of that and let's go. And then she addresses all the people Palpatine's hunting us. We have to get, you know, she says this is sooner than we thought it would happen, but it's here. We planned for it, so don't worry. Yeah, I like she's just sitting there. Yeah, she's just lounging up there. You got um, Ochi in there on the audience and Deathstick and Margo. Probably that uh, protocol droid's probably there serving drinks to everybody <laughs> going around. But yeah, you have a bunch of people in there finding out. Uh, yeah, so they'll be big too. And Deathstick we haven't seen in a little bit, so. You end up where she says, listen, you know, we are doing this. We are right. We have people in all the places. So we'll be able to do it. Just, you know, sit tight because I'm hitting this thing on my wrist here. I'm sending the order and the order's chaos. And anything anybody can do to take down or cause problems for the Empire, you start doing it now. And there's the destruction. And she says destruction, disruption, poison down the gullet of Palpatine's machine. And while the Empire staggers trying to set things right, we'll prepare our master stroke and all of this will at last end. This is my hidden empire. Choke on it. She said, (laughs) man, uh, it'd be funny. She just yells, suck it and does the DX down there. Like Uh she has her hands out like she could. Uh, But then (laughs) again, this is kind of cool. I I like this suddenly more uh, because we kept saying like, Oh, the Crimson Dawn. Like, why didn't we see this before? But I do like the idea that once you get in the Return of the Jedi, the Empire is is kind of reeling. They, the Death Star got destroyed. They're trying to get the rebel. Now, all of a sudden, this causes, this makes it more, you know, believable that a lot of stuff has been hitting. And that allows the rebellion. That's not very big to kind of fight back and win by the end. So that's pretty cool. So you end up where it says at the end, the Crimson Reign has come to an end. But the final part of the trilogy that began with War of the Bounty Hunters is coming. Witness the final confrontation between Lady Kira and the Dark Lords of the Sith and the Hidden Empire. So we'll see what that is and as mm-hmm. it's going. And it's weird, too. I sent you a picture because these books come out in such weird ways, delays and stuff, where they end up having next Star Wars 25. And then underneath, coming soon, Star Wars 24. I'm like, ah. Oh. Yeah, that's unacceptable. And then also, it also is putting the comic that we're reading as coming next too, Crimson yeah, Rain 5. Yeah, Crimson Rain 5. It's very odd what yeah. they're doing. Why are I mean, you you're just coming soon? The thing we just finished? Really? Just get an intern to change those images out. It's yeah, not they, hard. What they need to do is stop these pages at the end because they're never or just right. Stop them, yeah. the, the Star Wars stuff is so delayed. All the books, there's too many books. And too many pieces there of... We've already read all of these. Every one of these we've read already. We've already read Bounty Hunters 24. And that's coming soon, 23. <laughs> like, what is going maybe on? Maybe not Afro. Maybe that's the only one we have. Yeah, already. I don't know. It's it's weird. You'd have to see. But again, uh, that might have been the one we read. I, maybe it was. <laughs> they're all off. I, I guess somebody's just cutting and pasting and not even paying attention. But we have next Star Wars 25. Is that a cross eras deal that's like a... 
I don't know that we need that at this point, but it's going to be like stories from across the eras and a lot of people involved. It's the, you know, whatever they call milestone issue, 25 anniversary issue. You always have these weird things at certain times. So at, at 25, we get across the eras. We'll see. We'll see how it is. But yeah, the weird thing is, is next week, after all these delays, and you have four books coming out next week, but we're going to split them up. Uh, We'll probably end up doing the mainline books next week and then say because I think uh, Han and Chewbacca and Obi-Wan come out. We'll just skip that for the next week. But with all that, thanks, everybody. But what is your score? Oh, I'll probably go eight with this one. Yeah, I'm going to go eight, five. I I liked it. Yeah, you liked it a little better than me, definitely. It just you had three stories going. You're swiping and it felt like a Star Wars type deal. It felt like more of a movie deal than some of the other ones that we ended up doing so i thought that was pretty cool and i really liked the knights of ren so i i want to see more yeah, of them no, I, I agree i just i would have liked to have known that it wasn't going to come to a conclusion that's all i just felt like we're we you get know. the hidden empire <laughs> when and is that coming that, it doesn't even next say up. <laughs> yeah next up something else. never end again also i'm i'm expecting the hidden empire to be five issues but who yeah, knows five more yeah. issues what happened if they're like 12 or something crazy but i'm i'm assuming it's five but yeah, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> the Hidden Empire. Yeah, it's just, I like every issue is just Kira. Like, you just check in with her yelling, and then everybody else is just blowing stuff up. Well, they're setting first. her up. If it's called the Hidden Empire, they're setting her up to not die and be around forever behind the scenes. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Or maybe she just gets wiped out. and then Maybe. Who knows? Because, you know, we didn't see much of her in the <laughs> other things. But we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Kind of cool. But yeah, with that, everybody, thanks for listening. Go over to Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Go to our website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com, and then go to our Patreon to help us out for everything on the feed by going to patreon.com slash weirdscience. But that's it. We are done. And we'll be back next week with two more books. So that'll be cool. But thanks, Matt, for joining me. Thanks for everybody yep. listening. And we'll talk to you later. Go read comics. You are all weirdos. <laughs> Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.